that crowd like lost their mind. And that storytelling was some of the best storytelling ever. And I do mean ever in professional wrestling. And I got to give props for the legend, my friend, because I did find out he was the producer, Michael Hayes. He did it again because the last time I felt like this is when he had Jay Uso against Roman Reigns in, the, Reigns in a cage. And I felt this emotion. And then to go through all of that, and we were concerned and everybody was concerned, like, how is Cody going to survive this? Because he could get patista by Sami Zayn's Brian Danielson. And then Cody Rhodes comes out on Raw and cuts an incredible promo with Paul Heyman to the point where they were both shoot crying. And now it's like, this has potential to be one of the best WrestleMania main events in a long, long time. And hands down, easily Roman Reigns' best main event ever. I said it. I got it out of my system. Best ever. <laughs> that wasn't a mic drop. <laughs> I just put the brown You're just letting it breathe a little bit. Yeah, I just, just letting it breathe. <laughs> I just took the brown Twinkie and put the rest of the brown Twinkie in my mouth. But I don't know. I'm going to say it. We guys, during that Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman promo, after coming off such a strong Royal Rumble, but Cody didn't have that strong moment in the Royal Rumble because they kind of ruined it by letting people know he was coming back. Mm -hmm. If he would have came back as a surprise, people speculated, and then he did, and then he won it, it would have elevated it. But Cody Rhodes is so good right now. He found a way that said, that's fine. Just give me the mic with Paul Heyman next week, and I'm going to make adults cry. And that's what he did. I cried. How do you get Paul Heyman to break? What did he say that made him cry? Sorry, just thinking about it. Yeah, Cody. Cody told Paul about uh, when when Dusty was down and out. Paul was the promoter that reached out to him and pulled him back in to wrestling by offering to book him in a match uh, at ECW, and after that match uh, uh, that was booked by Paul, uh, Dusty found his confidence again. Um, And so he was thanking Paul for uh, helping his father find his confidence again. He basically shout out, like he even used the defunct bank and you knew that's how he dated it. He's just like $100 in a Wachovia account for my whole family to share. We had no money. Dusty was doing car commercials not to make money, but just so they wouldn't repossess the car. They were broke. And you were the only one that reached out and said, Dusty, please come on the show, and I promise we'll take care of you. And Paul Heyman started, like, holding back tears because he didn't realize that. Because, look, I mean, as good as Paul Heyman is now, he's always been a fan from day one. And he it works for him just like it works for Jim Cornette because it's real to them. It's real to Cody. He started crying because he realized that he helped a legend that he probably grew up idolizing. And he's the one that turned mm-hmm. him around. So to have these two men just basically shooting truths like that 
to the point where you're crying and then all of a sudden still turn it into a money angle. It was just, it was perfection. I mean, I think you take that and you build into that, that because of all of the energy that the Sami Zayn angle has brought into the WWE through storyline, all of these fans are more and more hungry for great storyline. And so I think the fans are ready for a story with emotional depth that plays into legacy and history and can be looked at as, you know, as much as I love the Sami Zayn and, you know, Roman Reigns and the bloodline angle, I still hold pretty firmly that I think that's a Jay Uso storyline more than anything else that the story that Jay and Roman started telling in that steel cage yes. came up, came through. Sammy is a tool of that story and that that story is really continuing and that Jay Uso is, is the one that should probably emerge and is capable, can, can, can give us that emotion, can act uh, the same level that Sammy has been in the ring. And, but I don't think that you can really frame either Jay versus Roman or Sammy versus Roman as the entire history of this industry has been leading to this match on this night. And the stakes are more about the pride of like individual wrestling families, right? This is a game of Thrones story compared to a single episode of uh, CIS. Yeah. CSI, yes. not CIS. You're, you are 100% right. That's the best way to put it because, you know, this accidentally went back so back in time and they yeah. interweaved it in so perfectly. And even like Cody's song, right? In wrestling, you know, wrestling has more than one royal family. And now he's literally about right. to go, have to go to war with one of wrestling's other royals families. And he put that over and he explained the story. And it made so much sense when you hear, you know, we heard, I always heard veterans say, don't ever down your opponent in a way to make it seem like if you beat them, you didn't really beat anybody. You need to put them over. So when you go over, it means something. And Cody basically put Roman over to the moon. Not like yeah. you were over pushed and now it's time. Now that, you know, the, I'm coming to get you and I deserve. No, he's like, you deserve everything you have right now. You deserve everything. You are the top of this. You just happen to be in my way of what I set out to do. What my father set out to do in the 70s, I need to finish the story. This is this is magical storytelling. And now I got to the point where I was like, wow, Sammy had so much momentum. If Sammy was to face Cody, they would start booing Cody, even though that story is as strong as it is. Cody needed to remind everybody what the story was. And now I'm not 100% sure that Sammy Zayn would have 100% of the crowd if those two were to face off, and Mike, you called it, I think our next promo needs to be a face-to-face -face with Sammy and Cody before the Elimination Chamber, right? Because Cody, I mean, Sammy and Roman having this main event match in Montreal in Sammy's hometown, obviously it's going to be 
bonkers business and he's going to get way over. But this, it happens to be that he's in their hometown. I think they need to have a neutral ground territory before that match to really seal what this is. Because where where do you go with this? Like, can you you can't really have, also can't have a main event with Cody versus Sammy yet, can you? It has well, to be Roman. I think that's, that's, that's the piece I think that stands out the most to me is that there is an opportunity here for Cody based on how the history was framed in that promo um, to basically extend. So, so I think there's, there's a couple pieces to this. Um, one of them is that in that face-to-face where Sammy and Cody get together, Cody needs to establish that you just lost a family, but you found a new one, or you you reconnected with an estranged family. You've always been an honorary road since my father trained you in the performance center. And being able to kind of like take this honorary Oost thing, transition it to an honorary Rhodes thing so that we have an alignment between Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes. Then you go to Montreal, Roman Reigns destroys Sami Zayn. Like it's a great match, but then at the end, it's just like it was at the end of the Royal Rumble. And the whole family is, you know, beaten into him and uh, nuclear heat on Roman. Cody comes out and makes the save gets everybody out of the ring and in the raw or I guess the SmackDown, maybe the raw, I don't know where they're going to tell this story after like <laughs> Romans on SmackDown, whatever, but on whatever the next episode is where they tell this story, then you can kind of start to expand that frame a little bit. And Sammy can come out and say, Hey, like I'm not the only honorary roads here. Like, Kevin Owens was trained by Dusty Rhodes and this person was trained by Dusty Rhodes and this person. And you fill the ring up with all of these megastars that are in the WWE today and that are all face, obviously. Yeah. And they are all like framed as honorary Rhodes. And then the final person that Sammy calls out as the honorary Rhodes family member is Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns comes out and, you know, you kind of take it from there. But you make it basically the story of like Roman fighting for his particular slice of pie, whoever he wants to let onto his island, whereas Cody is fighting to make all of wrestling the island of relevance so that everyone that is involved in the business in the WWE is relevant to the wider world. And therefore, he can be a champion that goes to put over baby faces and then eventually put over some sort of mega heel down the line. But I think within that narrative structure, you could have some sort of like payoff moment, whether it's down the line or, you know, next WrestleMania, if they want to extend the story that long, where then you bring Cody and and Sammy together, because I think as good as Sammy has been as a babyface, he's he's even a much more fun heel. And in particular, if you kind of pair him with KO's dominant heel stylings, that that becomes a really fun story to tell with Cody staying the same, Sammy continuing to evolve uh, along the way as he gets more and more accepted as like a main event star. Yeah. Cause this, this was his anointing, right? The, I mean, we, we, he was already a main event and he should have had the AEW title, but this was his proving that I'm a main event at WWE level, which everyone does 
escalate above above all else, right? You can be stars everywhere, but if you can be a star there, that that is saying something because then you are the the mega star that it is. I wasn't sure if that's why they. I wouldn't. I'm not going to say they rushed it, but they really were quick into to get Roman versus Sammy really quick at the Elimination Chamber right before you know close to WrestleMania, and I wonder if they did that because they didn't want to have that conflict, which they had, and they turned into big business. They turned into big business with Yeslemania and Brian. Right? It's like you're not going to get it, and they stretched that storyline out really well. I wonder if that's why they hurried up just to get Sammy versus Roman like right away to keep momentum, but then not have the fans clamoring that we need to see Sammy at the main event of WrestleMania. Because the rumor was WrestleMania two nights, Roman Reigns was going to defend on both nights. Night one, he was going to defend against The Rock. Night two, he was going to defend against Cody. And then when Mm -hmm. The Rock backed out, said he couldn't do it, then they just turned into, okay, Roman's going to be one night. But it made me wonder, why didn't they, do they not want to mix that too much by having Roman defend against Sammy on night one and against Cody on night two? Or does that devalue the Royal Rumble of everything that he went to that just a grudge can get you there? So I don't know. What do you guys think? Did they rush getting Sammy versus Roman right away? I mean, that was always the eventual uh where it was going eventually, right? Yeah, I feel like the the timing has been pretty good. I don't think I don't think they really you didn't do feel that. rushed. It didn't feel rushed to me. Did it feel rushed to you? No, I just I, it just, I don't. The story has been going on for so long, so rushed isn't the right word. But I, it just like it Royal Rumble and then boom. I just it's so big. I guess I just automatically maybe I just assumed it was going to be WrestleMania. But there's so many bigger parts. Like we haven't even gotten into what you were talking about, Mike, with Jay. Being so like Jay put that story over by crying and saying, I'm out. I can't do this. There's so much more going on. So we don't know what they're maybe that's just one piece of the puzzle. And that's why they put it out there in Elimination Chamber. So it could just be I'm overwhelmed. But I love some like I love I haven't felt like this about wrestling in a long time. They're just doing everything so well that I'm just my brain spinning. (laughs) I mean, I I guess for me, it's it's I don't I don't think it's been too fast. I also think that that something that Triple H has an opportunity here for is to put over the fact that great stories are told outside of WrestleMania. In Vince's WWE, stories were told basically one night a year. Everything else was just a grab bag jumble of bullshit, right? Like depending on Vince's whims. And so I do think there's actually a concerted effort to make sure that you're continuing to tell stories episodically across these premium live events so that in a way you're elevating the entire slate and then getting wrestlemania back to that rarefied air because even today we're in a world now where every wrestling company has their own wrestlemania all these everything has a wrestlemania now right so like in that world how do you make the real granddaddy of them all stand out well you you tell a bigger story than anyone is expecting and the promo the other night it was the first time in months that i had watched wrestling and i had said does is this story going to be better than the sammy story are people going to care about this more than sammy zane's like weird emotional like gossipy relationship with the bloodline because like when you get down into the narrative guts of the sammy zane stuff 
it is flying on the quality of these performances and what they have been able the moments they've been able to extract and and like inject into this story right i think about this storyline i think about sammy beaming because he's getting the the t-shirt he's made an honorary ooze i think of paul Heyman, sammy and roman reigns sitting on the couch eating popcorn Right. Like I think about the uh, tribal court where Jake comes in and stops the spike oh, from God. solo. So um, like all of these little narrative moments along the way were only as powerful as they were because of the people doing them. And so to me, it's almost like, sure, let's get through this as fast as possible because we're on a great trajectory here where Sami Zayn goes from uh, being the jackass jobber in WrestleMania to being the most over hot commodity in the wrestling business. I care more about where he takes this story next because he's going to be the same Sami Zayn. He's going to bring that quality of performance to it and they'll go into it knowing what he's capable of. And they didn't do that with the Roman Reigns story. So just get him out of it. Get him, get him out. I don't want Sami Zayn in the fit in the bloodline story anymore. They've done it. They did a great job with it. So let's move on to Jay. Let's get Jay positioned as the main bloodline storyline piece. Let's spin Sammy off into a new part of the multiverse where he now has some mainline story with AJ Styles or Seth Rollins, right? Like let's let's share the love and spread the wealth because Roman can do the same thing with Jay that he's doing with Sammy right now. Sammy can do this shit with anybody. Um, and so they can craft whatever kind of narrative they, they want now that they know what they have on their hands. Yeah, you're right, man. So many people got the rub from this. Like so many people, I mean, obviously the Usos and now Jay, like you said, is going to be elevated. I feel like Solo in a way got elevated. Kevin, yeah. Kevin Owens getting pulled into this and having, again, the real history he had with Sammy. Like he benefited from this too. I feel like it elevated this. And again, you hate to go back to it, man, but it's just we drive it home and we just say it to Osterly, but it just all feels real because everything about it, there's nothing contrived. This isn't some writer that says, let's pretend you're this. As soon as you said, let's pretend stop. It's not going to work. This is Sammy Zayn's real life. Best friend. These are Roman Reigns' cousins. This is what would literally happened. If Sammy Zayn was a neighbor that they didn't like, and he came over to a barbecue it would be the same thing. Yeah. It would be the same exact. And then the stuff with Cody, again, this is all legitimate. Everything when he's in there and everything he's saying is so genuine. And you're right. Maybe that's why they did it. Maybe let's like, wow, we got a lot of magic. We got a lot of moving parts here. We literally have three different main events that all could be a part of WrestleMania or we can make it one big schmoz. Let's start getting the rub on these like let's do something with aj and somehow f factor them in like you're right there's so much more they can do about it but here it is we're fantasy booking now because it's so great we're not fantasy right. booking at a desperation because it's so bad like it's just really that good and then i forgot there was other stories like having edge come back and then i forgot how good it was when they had the story where Judgment Day, who was doing some of the best work they've ever done, and they were holding Edge down, and they were putting his head down. I love down Prison in the... Dom, dude. Prison oh, Dom is way Prison over Dom, man. Book. He learned so much yeah. on the inside. He learned so much on the inside. <laughs> Prison changes a man. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he learned on the inside. But the stuff with Edge, I forgot how good that was. And that's why Rhea Ripley's getting over, and 
He only gave up because his wife was about to take a hit, and everybody knows that's his wife. Again, they just leaned into the realism, and yeah, dude, I don't know. I for for a very rare moment that I don't get many of these anymore. Just I'm marked out. I mean, it just has it has the DNA of some of the most beloved wrestling storylines, right? Like it it reminds you of that with the nostalgia of it, but it's it's updated takes on all of that. And um, there's just something to be said for the fact that this year we're going to go into WrestleMania thinking about how good the main event needs to be. But I'm pretty convinced that next year we'll go into WrestleMania and they'll have two nights of matches and every single one of those matches is going to be steeped in this much narrative depth one way or another um, because it's differentiating the product. There is no other company that can do this in the way that WWE does it. They do it on accident when they don't mean to. And that's why we always continue to go back and watch because you can't, you can't book greatness out of somebody. Um, and now they're just letting it flourish. They're, they're giving it the room to run. And I think it's just going to end up like, yeah, I'm really pumped for this year's WrestleMania and where they're going to take these stories. But I really feel like this is the end of phase one of something that is going to grow and grow as Triple H becomes more comfortable, learns what works and what doesn't, cough, cough, the fiend uh, is not working. And the pitch black match is a joke. And LA Knight is literally every single wrestler in the video games. And yet you <laughs> wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup if he was standing next to five Kevin Spacey's. Um, <laughs> So he's taken some hard lessons and, and like, we're going to get through those bumps together, but like they're, they're going to happen. And this year, WrestleMania is going to have some bumps because it's his first WrestleMania that he's booking. So I wouldn't push all my, all my chips in on that one either. I treat it as a test run, keep the main event thing as like this high elevated moment. But then next year you come back and WrestleMania feels like wrestlemania again where you can't miss a match everything's got stakes that's tied to it um and 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 i guess i mean like wrestlemania in the in the or the like late 90s than the like og wrestlemania right because you think to wrestlemania one eh, it was okay but the yeah. main event was really good yeah. but it was okay right and we get into these lesser these later wrestlemanias the whole card becomes as good as the main event of WrestleMania 1. And I just think we're on that similar kind of trajectory now. 